Let's head over to the KRDO Newsline here at 838, joined by legal analyst Dane Rosenbaum. We know uh, that uh, there's still that fallout from Colorado's Supreme Court ruling this week to ban former President Trump from the ballot. Now we know that both the state Republican Party and Trump's attorneys planning to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. So uh, how how is this all going to play out, Dane? Well, it's going to have to be quick because normally the Supreme Court, if they agree to hear a case, is, you know, you're going to have to brief the case and then argue the case. And generally, they don't hand down their biggest cases until the very end of June, throughout the month of June and the very end. That would certainly be too late here. The primaries in Colorado would be over, and Donald Trump wouldn't even be allowed to be a write-in uh, candidate. Uh, so they, they know that if they take this, they got to drop other things and get to this quickly. I think they will take this. Because, you know, the Supreme Court doesn't hear 97% of the cases that are appealed to them. Most people don't know that. Very few that they actually hear uh, when you compare it to how many people want to go to the Supreme Court. Uh, So when they hear something, they have to have a reason. And usually the reason is that there's a conflict among states that needs to be reconciled. Or it raises novel constitutional questions. And this is that. Why? Well, this is the 14th Amendment. It was written in the immediate aftermath of the Civil War. It was really there to protect African-Americans, to give them civil rights, to give them equal protection. Uh, And subsection three of that uh, amendment basically said if you were making a, if you swore an oath to the Constitution and you made an insurrection against the government, uh, you're disqualified from running for Senate or Congress. By the way, it doesn't mention president, mentions other jobs but not president. So the question is, does that subsection from 1868, does that, and that has rarely been used if ever, does that apply in the year 2023 against the president of the United States in a way that would knock him off the ballot uh, in a state where the, the Supreme Court, not the legislature, not Congress, the Supreme Court unelected people essentially disenfranchise the citizens of Colorado by telling them you cannot vote for this man. Yeah, and it's one of those weird things, too, because we know the case has a stay on it until January 4th, the day before the Secretary of State here would have to certify those names. So, I mean, we're really looking at a very elevated time frame. Is it just logistically with the whole process, is there enough time before that certification day on January 5th to have anything come out of the Supreme Court? So, no, we don't. The only thing we have time for, I think, is the Supreme Court saying to Colorado, you guys, saying, all right, all right, all right, we're going to hear it, we got it, we're going to hear it, and we're putting a stay, we're ordering a stay, and that stay is in place until we decide this case so that everything stays as it is, uh, until we decide, and we will surely decide in, in enough time if we overrule Colorado Supreme Court, we will give them enough time for the state Secretary of State of Colorado to, you know, uh, to find a way to make sure that Donald Trump is listed as a candidate. 
Yeah, and kind of going back to that issue of the 14th Amendment, you know, as far as that that legal definition, and I, I kind of want to ask you this as our legal expert and analyst, uh, the, the term, you know, engaging in an insurrection, of course, we know the intent back then as far as making sure a lot of even, you know, Confederate leaders, things like that, can't just immediately be reelected, come back and reinstitute those same policies that lost uh, in the war effort, but is what they're accusing on January 6th, does that meet a legal definition of insurrection when it comes to Donald Trump? Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's one of the appealable challenges, which is what Colorado, you guys out in the Rocky Mountains, without a trial, made a finding of fact, the Supreme Court of your state made a finding of fact that this was an insurrection. No courts ever ruled that it was. So you have a lot of people running around saying, I think it's just a riot. Oh, are you kidding? They were, they were there for blood. Well, they didn't have any guns, right? You know, you hear all these arguments going back and forth, partly because there's been no legal ruling that it is an insurrection until now, until Colorado on its own just did that. And secondly, it said that Donald Trump participated in the insurrection. Donald Trump's lawyers are going to go, where did you come up with that? My client has never been criminally indicted for an insurrection. Guess what? Even the Washington, D.C. case, which used to be called the January 6th case, it's no longer the January 6th case because it's not about insurrection. The January 6th case is about other things, but not about insurrection. So meaning that the prosecutor there wasn't sure that he could get a conviction of an insurrection of the actions of Donald Trump. So that's why I think this is very appealable because the Supreme Court of of Colorado made factual findings that no jury has ever rendered, that no evidence has been presented. They're saying, well, it looks to us that all of the tweets and all of the speeches and all of the rallies and stuff that he said on January 6th taken together is incitement to insurrection. But that's not Supreme Court precedent. It, you know, they just said that, uh, but it, that's not consistent Supreme Court precedent on issues like this incitement requires imminence that he would have had to have said on that day, not what he said in a tweet a week before or four years before, but that day, we need to all go over there right now, smash the windows and go hang Mike Pence. It needs that kind of, you know, direction, imminent incitement of lawlessness. And, and the, that, I don't, I think that, Federal prosecutors have looked at the facts and said, we don't really have that. That's not what he said. We have him say, fight, fight, fight. But no one knows what that means. Fight, fight, fight means you could fight cancer that way. You know, she put up a real battle, fight, fight, fight. So unless he gave specific instructions, uh, I think it's a tough call that a jury, you know, uh, I know there would be conflict about a jury. Is that conduct constitute incitement to violence? Yeah, it's a very interesting situation. And of course, I'm sure this is just scratching the surface of a myriad conversations we are going to have about this over the next few months. Uh, Thane, unfortunately, up against the clock, but really appreciate your insight and uh, joining me here on KRDO's Morning News. Anytime for you. You know that. Thank you.